Humboldt Holding Up is sponsored by the North Coast Co-op and Humboldt Hydroponics. You know, uh, the North Coast Co-op, no mystery that it's the favorite grocery store of Humboldt Holding Up. We go there for lunch all the time. Andrew, I know you love the solids. Also the and- Poke Bowls, but I shouldn't <laughs> say I shouldn't say that out loud because then there'll be a rush on the Poke Bowl. <laughs> Well, anyway, whatever it is that you love, they've got it there at the North Coast Co-op. Go check them out at both Arcata and Eureka. And Humble Hydroponics, they are located at 1302 Union Street. That is uh, right next to the Broadway Cinema, unless in case you don't have a map in, in your brain. Uh, you can visit them there and their knowledgeable staff will help you with all your growing needs. Humble Hydroponics, locally owned and operated. Can you say, it's Humboldt holding up? No, I don't want that. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, it's Humboldt holding up. Children's favorite <laughs> podcast. Yeah. I'm Stephanie McGarry. And I'm uh, Andrew Goff. Yeah, Ziggy, I mean, you, you want to contribute? You got things you want Humboldt to know? She's being shy. <laughs> see if I can. Hey, Ziggy, where's your favorite place to go? uh outside of your house to the park oh yeah what do you yeah. like to do at the park ziggy uh, don't know. you don't know uh, play with kids play with kids perfect answer well so you see you see uh, uh humboldt county is a is a fun place uh where you we have parks and uh I'm searching for a transition into how to introduce today's guest, but let's just say today's guest is uh, Shoshana, who has a, what we learned today in talking to Shoshana is that she doesn't have a title for her position at uh, Arcata Main Street, but uh, I'm saying that she is the the captain of fun and joy and mirth. She is a force for good in our in our community. Uh, yeah. Shoshana is the main person at Arcata Main Street, and Arcata Main Street is uh, responsible for producing the events you associate with a vibrant Arcata. Yes, um, absolutely. Know. And uh, and since we are as we're, uh, starting a return to in-person events, it seems like a great time to talk to Shoshana about some of the things that we can expect to go coming back to Arcata this summer. Yeah, so what do you say we get her in here? Yeah. What do you think, Sig? Let's talk to Shoshana. <laughs> good, good morning. Change my name. I'm on the main street. <laughs> on the main street one. I see that. Mm-hmm. You are literally on, you are floating above, above the plaza right now. Yep, I hang out here a lot. <laughs> that's, that's a that's a very fairy move, Shoshana. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's lovely to see you here. It's really nice. I've been enjoying this series. It's been really fun to listen to these over the last two years. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, now now I hear I hear that Steph, you you were you were saying right that you have some some past history with Shoshana, right? Yes, it is true. Uh, <laughs> like I'm sure many. Um, people in this community. I, I used to take belly dancing classes from Shoshana when I was a, a youth. <laughs> Back when I was a youth. Wait, wait. Uh, but wait, before what, what, that, what age were you? What age were you? Uh, well, I think I, I probably, we probably first met each other, Shoshana, when maybe I was about, I want to say nine, nine, ten. Shoshana was yeah. 
in the Big Brothers Big Sisters program and was the big sister of one of my dearest friends, Tigress. And I think that I think that was about the age that that started. Am I right? Yes, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. So a very long time we've known each other. And I think when I was like a tween <laughs> was probably when I started doing the belly dancing classes. I want to say like 13, 14, kind of in that time. That's when I started my dancing <laughs> for belly dancing. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we definitely I want to hear more about that because I actually don't think I've ever even known your your full uh you know, history with belly dancing and, and all of that. Maybe, uh, should we go Ooh, ahead and get in, into the official interview or? Oh, oh, is that not this? No. Oh, okay. I guess we're already doing it. So, okay, yeah. here we go. <laughs> yeah. We're here. Well, I mean, like, I guess since, since, since we, since we started with that, like, what does it, what does that mean to you, Shoshana, to be able to, you know, like you kind of got a, a legacy going and that you, you, you've, you've taught all these people that have gone off and they're doing things in this community or around the world. Like you, you're, you're seeing the long-term fruits of, of labor that you put in, uh, you know, decades ago now, like what, how, how does that feel? Oh, that's my favorite, favorite part. Like I start, I've been dancing on my whole life, but then when I was about 13, 14 ish, I started doing point in ballet and I realized I really didn't like point shoes and <laughs> they really hurt. I wasn't that into that. And I found a dance style at the studio I was at that had bare feet and had swirling beautiful costumes and music that I thought was really fascinating and not knowing much else. I started the class in a summer class with a friend. Often people start with a friend and then sometimes that friend goes for it and the other one maybe goes away. Way, but then that friend came back later and joined us in dancing and it's been such an mm. amazing journey especially since i started traveling outside the area to um to study dance more and going to week-long intensive um, workshops either in the bay area with other belly dancers or this middle eastern music and dance camp in mendocino with led by middle eastern musicians which was a whole Goodness. different land and really um, started learning from a lot of amazing people. But then teaching, I started teaching pretty early. Um, The dance department at the university where I was a student was pretty small at the moment. And a creative way to make the program bigger was to draw in some volunteer teachers. And my class ended up being a volunteer effort at first as a student. So for a little while, I was student staff and faculty at Humboldt, (laughs) which was kind of fun because I was working as intern and also faculty and student for a bit. So in 1998, I started teaching there and I was younger than all my students. It was really hard to get into the class. It was an elective class. They weren't dialed in so much as like finish your degree in four years. Like they let you sprawl forever and take classes longer. So it was pretty exciting, fun class. And from that class, uh, my dance company formed and a Middle Eastern dance club on campus. And from that, we started putting on events, inviting people to come here to Arcata. I learned how to put on festivals and workshops and events. And, uh, and some of my dancers have really gone all over the world and performed and have become international dance sensations in certain worlds. And uh, it's so exciting. It's like having <laughs> teachers who teach other students around the, the, the world is really, really fun. And that's yeah. my favorite. Part. You're like, have There's all these that. different children. So like me, who I've become an international sensation. Not in dance, you know, and then some of your dance students uh, go on to not dance and and then yeah. end up just well, being, a, being a journalist instead. But you know, often <laughs> people often enter 
belly dancing sometimes for you know for all different kinds of reasons but one of the reasons can just be exploration and and finding a place to explore different kinds of music and dance and friendship and connections with other people and it's that and it really is that that's the coolest part so hopefully people who have even just been there a bit with classes go on to have a wonderfully open mind to explore lots of different kinds of things <laughs> yeah well, I was gonna say like I know you're I know you're very immersed in this like arcade main street role now but I think you know it's fair to say most people know you from from your your belly dance history and i just want to say like just in case anyone thinks that that is something you're transitioning out of or that you don't have time to do it anymore i went to that zoe jake's house of tarot event at the creamery district circus chant last weekend where you tore it down right <laughs> alongside some of the best belly dancers in the country so like yeah. i i just you know just so people know, like this is not, you know, we're talking about how you taught Steph when she was nine. Like you're, you're, you're at, at the top of your game. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm something I felt definitely felt disconnected and a little lonely up here in Humboldt. Like you're so connected, all your friends on Zoom dancing, and then you turn it off and you're far away in arcade all by yourself somewhere. And having those live audiences is really where it's at for me. And usually I'm putting yeah. on the event, so it's kind of hard for me to feel artistically satisfied and delighted. And I often travel to the Bay Area, travel to other places to dance and really feel happy about it and um, so it was really exciting to do that show because i didn't have to put it all on myself so we yeah. mostly did that we've known each other for like 20 years it's been really oh, wow. okay. so fun to, to um to be able to 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 be a part of a, a vision that she had for that and it's kind of inspiring to get back into it because i've been very immersed in outdoor events and covid pivoting creative brain yeah. problem right, right. solving the last little while so it feels like well, that must have been that must have been a really like neat event because i there you know there are so few events that are pretty much solely belly dance focused you know and that that i think that was like two sold out nights in in the circus tent down there and it was and it was awesome it was so fun to have that live energy audience that's what i you know performers have been craving that <laughs> that energy mm -hmm. that that style we've had a lot of epic awesome shows here and like since i started that dance club at the university and did lots of things we've had fest we had 10 years of a belly dance festival in arcada just it seemed like it kind of like think mostly with me having two children like the second child really messed up my uh, <laughs> my ability to do everything i wanted to do but uh, well, they do that they do that <laughs> look and trying to run a dance studio and running a children's birthday party business has been magical the last 15 years or so but it's like all grown and grown so it's harder and harder to focus on just the belly dancing when you know you have to figure out what's also being able to to um pay the bills the belly dancing does not pay the bills it is the, the heart expression uh, but yeah. it just it doesn't always uh work out as economically so it's, it's harder to put those on all the time like so i'm so excited to have but also with the other artists coming into town like zoe jake's just bought a house in eureka and it's going to be here a bit that's I'm, what i heard yeah that's so really cool for people don't, who don't know who zoe jake's is like zoe jake's is uh part of a uh, group beats antique who you know how, how long has beats antique been a thing like oh about like so they came up and did a really epic show at six rivers brewery in like 2006 i think and that was one of okay. those antique albums but that that was a really good one that was an epic show we luckily got a video of but they did some really neat uh pieces for that some of the San, there's a really big contingent of san francisco musicians and dancers who are kind of coming into their own as the mature awesome really artistic amazing musicians and dancers across the bay area that work a lot in balkan music and middle eastern music and dance and um yeah it's always right in there in that in that group and mm. it's so fun to collaborate with those folks over the years but yeah they've been rocking it since the earlier 2000s and so as you just mentioned she she bought a house here uh in, in eureka and now i see that she's going to be 
teaching classes, yeah? At- she is a bit when she's in town. She travels a lot. Okay. So when she's in town, though, she's interested in, in offering some classes. She wants to be part. She might even be dancing at our May Day celebration this Sunday, which is okay. crazy. She wants to be a part of things. Like, I, no one's putting any yeah. pressure on her. But if she wants to join us, of course. And- oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Well- well, now you, you you mentioned the, the May Day thing, and I wanted to, you know, we're, we're going to see how well you grasp the magic of podcasts. So like right now, as we're speaking, people are waking up on this beautiful Sunday, May 1st, and they're asking themselves, what should I do today? And since oh. we know this right here is Sunday, May 1st. What, what do you think people should do today, Shoshana? Well, I think they should come to the plaza in Arcata where we were having the first event out of coming out of COVID that is taking up multiple sides of the plaza. We're closing three sides of it so we can have vendors and healing arts zone and food booths from Coastal Grove School, a Maypole dance in the middle of the plaza at 11. So get up, get ready, come on down. And at noon, we will be having, um, there'll be a butterfly parade in honor of the lovely Jen Mariposa Garcia, who's no longer with us, but loved community events. And we're celebrating her at this. There will be a wedding amidst bubble Bubbles, giant bubbles on the plaza, which I am officiating, which is crazy. That's never happened before. Right in the middle wow. of the plaza on May Day, I hand fasting of our beautiful bubble, pum bubbles folks from Jessica and Shane, who are a beautiful, romantic, amazing couple who've been offering bubbles across the community throughout COVID. And they're just so yes. cool. And then we'll we have- see the bubbles sometimes down at the plaza. Kids, yeah, the kid they- loves the bubbles. Oh, it's so good. So the bubbles will be happening. We'll take a break from bubbles to have a wedding and then back to bubbles. We'll have live music uh, happening throughout the day we've got some really good music there Hayal's playing good company the maypole band that only plays for the maypole dance that usually happens with the humble oh. folk dancers and there i didn't is. even know we had a maypole yeah. band yes. we have a maypole specifically a maypole band only in arcade last time they played with the fairy festival we did this in 2019 and it was so fun so people can come out at 11 you don't need any experience but we usually do it twice because you do it once and then you look up and realize oh we aren't so good and then we have to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They, they, they always go poorly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the second time we look up and say, wow, we got better. <laughs> it's, really, okay. it's a really okay. fun experience right in the middle of the plaza. There happens to be a little bollard hole right there that the city put in <laughs> at yeah. my, my gentle suggestion. They thought it was a good idea, which is crazy fun. So we're uh, going to do that for Maple. And uh, yeah, and there's going to be kids booths again for Coastal Grove School. And uh, they always have a wonderful tradition of May Day celebration, which they're doing to uh, they did on Friday um, at their school. Uh-huh, there you go. And, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I figured it out. Uh, and they're, um, but they'll be doing their food booths. They usually have the Medieval Festival of Courage. That hasn't happened for a few years. So it's a chance for classes to fundraise. That's happening this year, though. We're very excited in October. Um, everything's coming back. It's so sweet. But yeah. This is a kickoff event to, uh, to get our new city staff that's involved with putting on events is a challenge for everybody to figure out. And it's coming out of mm. all this more challenging than ever but we're putting it together we've got lots of great mm. collaborators and it's okay. just really fun having it great yeah. and when is it is it kind of an all day how how late will it be and before Four to four. Ten okay. to four. And yeah, not too late, but ten to four. And there'll be a little beer garden. There's uh there's this lots for everybody. Lots of fun. There's a flower throne that hasn't come out since the fairy festival. Like, yeah, people have been asking about that fairy festival right and left, but that's a big event and it's a lot of to put on. This is like a mini event in that vein though. So okay. you, can yeah. up, you can be fancy. Yeah. Dressed you, in fairy attire, I'm totally oh, welcome. Yeah. Always, but always, always <laughs> with you. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah. So yeah, so so May Day May Day Festival today at the Plaza, and part of the reason Arcata gets to have May parties thrown for it is because of the organization that you're a part of these days, 
um, you, you are the main energy manifester over at uh, Arcata Main Street. That's the and, official you know, I think, title. I think, <laughs> I think, right, right? I, I, I couldn't remember what your official title was. So well, I'm no, I don't. Go with, I've been avoiding uh, energy, energy manifester. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been right? avoiding any official titles. I didn't. <laughs> I, I kind of like got the, that impression. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I I meandered in here during uh, the virtual Oyster Festival in 2020 because I had yeah. run the real kids zone in 2019 and there was kind of a gap, kind of a, it was not, not too many things were happening, but I was so excited to be able to step in and fill a gap mm. of being able to celebrate our local businesses and our theta and yeah, like we had kite month, we were flying kites mm. in the closet, like what can you do during COVID? You can also well, make hashtags and celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I think for people for people like us who are kind of painfully plugged into this community, and you know, we we could all tell you what what Arcata Main Street does. But like in the interest of education, you know, let's say let's say that the, the aliens land and you have to pitch Arcata Main Street, go. Well, it promotes the vibrancy of a downtown Arcata for our businesses, for the community, and for <laughs> making it work, making it work downtown in the ways that we can. But it is a small nonprofit organization, and people often think it does or is able to do more than it can do because they think that we rent out the plaza and we run Farmer's Market and North Country mm. Fair. Those are all other organizations, but right. we have a lot. We've got the, the city. We've got the, the Farmer's Market is run by the North Coast Growers Association. But Main Street has put mm. on traditionally always festival right as, as arts arcada and uh, we've been developing the sunday art markets which are three five-week market series to developed right during december 2020 in the darkest days of covid like mm. county approved and everything but uh trying to figure out how things can re-emerge and open up and finding fun like scavenger hunts and little passports to go around and just getting people to to visit our local businesses and the coupon book that's my favorite thing is the little uh arcada coupon book that i found in the back of a storage unit from 15 years ago and bringing that back oh. 